All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, a positive Friday. How are you? Welcome to the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440. Coming to you live, Orders Nation YouTube as well as the show is always brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca, where uh, you can get in the game, play all sorts of fun. Uh, remember, use the uh, promo code SPORTS50 if you're a first-timer, and you'll get uh, free $50 to check it out, PlayAlberta.ca. The uh, Edmonton Orders are in Tampa Bay. They will take on the Lightning tomorrow, start of a four-game road trip for the uh, Edmonton Orders, and they are uh, hoping to continue this uh, three-game winning streak. The uh, game will be at 2 o'clock Edmonton time, in uh, in case you're wondering. So an afternoon affair to start the road trip and then another afternoon affair to end the road trip. That will be on Friday. So Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, and uh, Friday, the four-gamer for the orders. Then they're back home, and uh, next Sunday, the surprising Anaheim Ducks will be in town. Uh, game ongoing right now uh, over in Sweden. Detroit leads Toronto 2 nothing. Uh, Toronto thought they scored. Uh, they reviewed it. Uh, the defender in Detroit runs into the net. Even though it was inadvertent, knocks the net off, Toronto scores. There's, there's no delay of game penalty. It was kind of an interesting uh, sequence. And then uh, a few minutes later, Detroit gets a penalty shot because Toronto covered the puck in their own crease. Daniel Sprong scores, and now suddenly it is uh, 2 nothing. And then, uh, of course, uh, Lucas Raymond, the Swedish boy, scores a goal on uh, in his home country. Pretty big thrill for him. Crowd obviously loving it uh, over there. What people aren't loving is if you're in fantasy football, your trade deadline has passed, and you had Joe Burrow 
and Mark Andrews and or Mark Andrews on your roster. There's not many tight ends who score a lot of points. Well, now it's down another one because he's out for the season. And uh, Joe Burrow also announced today he's out for the season. This was supposed to be a Thursday nighter that, you know, it started off great. It was back and forth. And then uh, Andrew is injured. And then uh, before the first half, Burrow is out. And uh, suddenly that game uh, did not look as exciting. And if you're a Cincinnati Bengals fan, probably not excited about where your season's going now. A, your team's 5-5, five and five, which is uh, difficult enough to get back in the race. But you're going to do it now without Joe Burrow. I'm going to say pretty slim chance, Connor Halley. Pretty slim chance. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there is uh, too much encouraging news out of Cincinnati. Uh, you know, the Browns lose their quarterback. The Ravens lose Mark Andrews and maybe Odell Beckham. I think Steelers fans are sitting back and maybe smiling a little bit. Not that you want to see people get hurt, but their division rivals taking a lot of hits. But for sure, Gregor, uh, as a Joe Burrow owner myself, I'm thankful he got that last touchdown in, but it did not look good on the sidelines for him. So tough one for the Bengals. Uh, Joe Burrow for the second time in his career now, season-ending injury. Yeah, uh, awful news for him. Uh, Health is the ultimate unexpected equalizer in sports. Never know what uh, what it can do for you. So... We'll see. But uh, Bengals fans, probably uh, not happy right now. Vikings fans, though, excited that uh, Justin Jefferson is uh, coming back. And, hey, uh, you know who else might be excited? Well, I don't know. It seems to be uh, rather torn. And I'll be honest, I'm perplexed by the – well, maybe I shouldn't be. But I'm perplexed by some people's rationale right now. Connor Brown skated today with Connor McDavid and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He'll play tomorrow against Tampa Bay. Remember, um, on Tuesday before the Wednesday game, Connor Brown was skating on the fourth line. He didn't play. Connor Brown's not skating on the first line if he's not playing. Trust me, Connor Brown is playing tomorrow. Yes, it'll be his 10th game and his bonus kicks in of $3.25 million. The owners don't have much cap space right now. So barring some major surprise to their roster... It's likely going to be $3.25 million in bonus overages for next season. And I've seen people, oh, you got to put him on a conditioning stint. Well, first of all, he hasn't been all, he hasn't been injured long enough to go on a conditioning stint, number one. Number two, veteran players don't agree to this. Very, very rarely, unless they've been out a significant period of time. No veterans agreeing to go in on a conditioning stint for seven, when it's 17 days. Right? It's just not happening. You're gonna, he's going to fly all the way across the country to go to Bakersfield? And so what? He plays two games in the American League. Do you honestly think that's going to make that much of a difference? I just I don't I, I don't believe it is. And there's there's just no there's no precedent. The player's not going to agree to it. So to me, it's it's kind of wasted breath to even discuss it. Now, if you want, and then the others are like, well, put him in the minors and keep him there. Why? He's a better option than Gagne or Ryan or Lavoie to play in your top six in the right wing right now. That's why you signed him. You signed him to be a top six right winger. So because he has nine games that he's pointless, now you want to put him in the minors because of his bonus? Like, that's the ultimate worrying way too far down the road and changing plan. They're not going to do that. It's not even a discussing. It doesn't really make much sense to do it. You're going to put him on waivers? Really? 
Sure, you could, but then you're just throwing away this season as well. Nine games is not a valid number of games to evaluate how Connor Brown, especially if you actually look at his last five games. Connor Brown did everything but score. It was only minus one five on five in the last five games. By the way, playing mainly in the bottom six. But they outshot the opposition. They outchanced the opposition. They just couldn't score. Which has kind of been an issue in Edmonton. No question. Does he have to produce more? 100%. But I wouldn't just jump off the deep end that, oh, Connor Brown, let's, let's worry about next year 15 games into this season. You're putting the cart be, before the horse. Because the truth is, when the contract was signed, everybody knew that the likelihood, the majority of the bonus, regardless, if Connor Brown scores 15 goals, he scores 30 goals this year, either way, that bonus overage is going to sting next year. Right? It doesn't matter. Ultimately, it doesn't. They signed him to be a guy that they felt would help him in the regular season, sure, but more so in the playoffs. Because the orders before, in the summertime, Orders' goal was, hey, we're a Stanley Cup contender. I don't think they believe that they're not, despite a slow start. I don't believe the organization is suddenly like, we're not a Stanley Cup contender. So, so they're not going to change their entire plan and mindset, right? It's not going to happen. So um, he'll play tomorrow, and then thankfully he can move on. Everybody knows what the bonus is, and I'm sure every time he goes three games without a point, you'll be like, oh, look at that bonus. That's fine. But... Right now, today, I still think Connor Brown is your best option when you have Zach Hyman playing with Leon Dreisaitl. Then Brown's your best right-wing option to play. Well, you could argue maybe Warren Fogle. I might have some time for that, except if you move Fogle there, then how you have a bunch of right-wingers that now you're going to have Fogle playing his opposite side. You're going to have a right-winger playing the left side because Holloway's out on the third line. So... I'm not even sure that uh, makes uh, makes a whole bunch of sense. So, I uh, I would be I understand if all of a sudden it's like, hey, wait a sec, Dustin Brown's going to get this much money. Sorry, Connor Brown is going to get this much money next year. Yes, and it's going to count against cap, and it's going to be painful. There's no question. The new GM, because I assume Ken Holland won't be the GM next year. The new general manager. He's going to have to go out in free agency. And even if it was Ken Holland, I think they all knew this. And so the plan was, okay, so Connor Brown's basically 3.25 a dead cap space. We need to find a player. And trust me, other teams do it. You go out there and you find a player, 750 or sorry, 775 to a million dollars. And they produce. That's just what you have to find. Right? So there you go. Hey, Gregor, what was the bonus 10 games played? Was, they made it a very attainable bonus because otherwise he wouldn't have signed the contract because he had guaranteed money offers from other teams. So that there was obviously a risk, right? He wasn't going to lose money to do Edmonton a favor, right? That's just, that's not really how it works, right? I, I don't see a lot of players doing that. Hey, I'm going to sign as a free agent. You know what? I'll go to Edmonton. Yeah, I'm good friends with Connor McDavid. So you know what I'll do is I will lose money to do it. It just doesn't happen. Right? So if you're frustrated, I get it. But but understand like this is 
has been known now for a few months. This is not like suddenly, oh, what? where'd this come from? It's not how it is. Coming up on the show today, uh, we will hear from uh, Chris Knobloch a little bit later on. Uh, Matt Tompkins will uh, join us, Tampa Bay Lightning uh, goaltender. Of course, uh, it's been uh, quite the uh, journey for Tompkins to uh, get to the NHL. From Edmonton, he played for the Sherd Park Crusaders back in 2011-12 and 2012-13, then uh, spent four years at Ohio uh, State University, uh, was a seventh-round pick of the Blackhawks way back in 2012, and uh, then spent two years in the uh, in the ECHL, uh, then during uh, the COVID year got into some, uh, was in the AHL, then he actually went to Sweden for two seasons, thinking, you know what? Hey, maybe my uh, my NHL dream's over. Decided to come back to North America. Signed in Tampa Bay when Vasilevsky was announced he was out. And uh, now he's made uh, three appearances. So he's got three NHL games, man. It's uh, it's a pretty cool story. The 29-year-old will, uh, will join us here in about uh, 10 minutes' time. Also uh, on the show, Tim Ellis. Going to broadcast his 1,000th game. On uh, Sunday, so we'll talk to him about that. Dave Naylor, are the Elks up for sale privately? Remember we talked about this, well, on the previous station, saying I thought it might be the best thing for him. Now, you got to find someone who's willing to buy the team, who's willing to likely lose money to start. That's just the reality of it. Now, the Elks have made money. They have a long history of making money. You run it properly, you can make money. Right, uh, you have sole ownership. Uh, there would be no board anymore. You would have an owner, you know, GM, like you would in any other uh, pro team. Right, there wouldn't be a board. So we'll talk to Dave about that. Uh, Button will be by a uh, low tide spec. Of course, Wanye's in studio today. Also, Lorianne Munzer will join us at uh, three o'clock. You can get involved. You can text us eight three three four zero one fourteen forty in our Jiffy Lube inbox. Now I know. Be wise, winterize, and you're like, ah, I don't need to. Ah, it's nice out. It's going to be great this weekend. But now's the time. Plan ahead. Get into JiffyLoopService.ca. Winterize your vehicle before it's too late. You want it running smooth when the inevitable cold weather comes. Because we know it's coming. It's just a matter of when and uh, and how, for how long and how much. Right? That's just how it is. Hey, guys, Brown will come around. He needs a breakthrough. He's worth the risk. He needs to play in the top six. That one comes from uh, Derek. Hey, guys, we trade him at the deadline. What does bonus follow him? Uh, Brad. Oh, Brad, uh, because the bonus was 10 games, he reached it in Edmonton. Even if he's traded, now his cap hit for this year would go, but the bonuses would uh, would still be on Edmonton's cap for next season. Unless. Now, the only way that, that Brown's bonuses won't all carry over is if the orders tank and then the orders trade off salary at the deadline so his bonus overages would fit under this year's cap. Not bonus overages, then it'd just be a bonus, right? That's the uh, that's the only way they can do it. So so there you go. It's I think that's unlikely. I would be stunned if the Edmonton owners are in seller mode. Now, anything can happen, right? What all of a sudden if you have some major injuries to players? And things don't go right. And it happens. We've seen it happen to other teams. So, but right now, today, that's the, uh, I think the plan is 
for uh, him to, to stay in Edmonton, and they want him to play well. He wants to play well. He's obviously got lots on the line, too, right? He's in, he's UFA again. So we'll see. We'll take a quick break. Uh, Matt Tompkins will join us next on the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440 Live and Owners Nation YouTube, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. 221, how are you? Welcome back to the Positive Friday edition of the Jason Greger Show, Sports 1440. Hope uh, you're having yourselves a, an awesome day. Big plans for the weekend. It's going to be beautiful outside. Ooh, live it up, baby. Live it up. Oh, you kidding me? It is uh, It is nice. Very nice. Gregor Show is always presented by uh, PlayAlberta.ca. Hey, new season, new sports book. Stay in the game this season with PlayAlberta.ca. Uh, new players who sign up with the code SPORTS50 get a $50 free bet right now at PlayAlberta.ca. And, uh, hey, the uh, Maple Leafs. Making it interesting. Bertuzzi scores early in the third, and now it is a two to one in the afternoon game. Although it's an evening game in uh, in Sweden, but um, over here, afternoon affair. It's about uh, I think they're eight hours ahead of us, so it's around uh, ten thirty right now in Sweden. I think that uh, game started at uh, eight o'clock Sweden time. So we'll see. Hey boys, you think there's a chance Campbell retires and voids his contract? Because he feels bad for playing bad? JCD. JCD, it's positive Friday, my man, but come on now. It's going to walk away from $15 million? <laughs> Not happening. Not happening. All right? He'll, uh, you, uh, you remove emotion, and you say, what is the best decision for me as an individual? Does he want to play better? 100%. But to... To walk away, no, no person I think in their right mind would do that. They signed you the contract because they believed in you. You signed the contract, you believe in you. Hey, you're not playing well. It's true, but there is, uh, uh, there's no chance he would do it, um, and nor would I expect him to. Let's be honest. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Trying to track down uh, Matt Tompkins. Uh, should be joining us uh, momentarily. Uh, meanwhile, we've got lots more uh, text to get to. A few other uh, topics of conversation from uh, many people wondering uh, what is up. Uh, uh, hey, Gregor, if Brown's playing on the top line or the other lines? Well, Hyman, Drysaddle, and Kane will stick together. Uh, Derek Ryan's on the third line with Fogel and McLeod. And then you had Hamlin as the center. Gagne and Lavoie were swapping on the right side with... Uh, Adam Ernie, but I don't think it's a lock that Adam Ernie plays on the left side either. We'll uh, we'll see. But one of Ernie, Gagne, or Lavoie will be uh, out of the lineup tomorrow night. Uh, orders, obviously. Now, Broberg, will there be a change on the back end? They've won three in a row. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess no for uh, for the defense. Like Browns, you know, he's injured. I, I think they look at Brown and say, okay, this guy's better. Uh, Broberg just came up from the minors. I, I'd be a little surprised. If uh, if he was inserted right now, but hey, I guess you never know. Anything can uh, anything can happen. But I would be uh, uh, I would be a little surprised if uh, if that happened at this point. I see no. Um, I, I didn't. I haven't seen Vincent DeHarnay uh, struggle enough where you would say, okay, we have to uh, we got to get him out of the lineup. We got to get uh, Broberg in. Right? Does anybody else think that? I don't. Uh, I don't think so. We'll see. Um, taking away a second for the orders, because 
Hey guys, I'm a longtime Calgary fan. Uh, they won again last night over Vancouver. They're now six, eight, and two. Huberdeau scored. Are they like the Orders and finally finding their way? Think they get back in? Who do you like better, Flames or the Orders? Uh, it's a good question, Doug. I would still like at the start of the season. I had Edmonton as the better team, so I would probably still put it there. I think Calgary was in the same boat as Edmonton. Both were underachieving without question uh, early on. I don't think there's any debate on that. Uh, neither one was uh, was playing very well. So uh, that's a big win for them. They, they needed to get some wins. You know, they still got a long ways to go. Like, they're 11 points back of Vancouver. Now they do have a game in hand. Uh, Edmonton's 14 back of the Canucks with two games in hand. So even in a perfect world, they're still double digits behind the Canucks, even if they win their two games in hand, right? Like, Vancouver's red-hot start has given them uh, a huge opportunity here. They don't – obviously, they they you know, it, you're not just going to want to tank now. But even if they just play 500 for a month or so, then the order's got to play, you know, four or five games, six games above 500 to catch him, maybe more. So that's what a good start is what gives you a, a huge opportunity to not have to, you know, stare at the standings all the time, scratch and claw for every win makes uh, makes a big difference for sure. Hey, Gregs, I just realized the orders have won three in a row since you start a part in your hair in a circle. From LB, hey, LB, don't, hey, we all know the, the ring of confidence. It's, uh, it's, it's a slow process. It's a slow process for the old ring of confidence. But, yeah, the, uh, the orders, that, that is a real extra kick in the junk. And trust me, I'm aware. I'm more than aware of it. Going to beat San Jose? Could easily be four in a row then. Imagine that. Should have been. How the hell did they lose that game? Although, did you see the Sharks? They got a 5 nothing on the Blues last night. <laughs> hey, uh, any night uh, teams can win in the NHL. Obviously, that's been proven. I just don't care what anyone says. Uh, that's a game the order should have won. I will uh, I will go to my grave uh, believing that's a game the order should have won. And honestly, as uh, as bad as it is for me, I would um, I'd still would have made that bet again. Because I think the odds were significantly... In my favor for them to win. It's uh, it's terrible that they lost, but what can you do? Probably not terrible for you. We'll see. Hey guys, it's amazing how we're comparing the orders and flames as being equal. This after lots of stars leave Cowtown. Well, they made a big trade, right? Like they brought in Uyghur and Huberdo for Kachuk. They lost Gaudreau, right? So I don't know. Two in, two out, and they brought in Kadri. So, I don't know. They were kind of the same. Hey, Edmonton's off to a bad start. There's no debate in my mind. I I think every Order fan admits that. This is not, like, are people just waking up on positive Friday? What? The Orders have had a bad start? Like, this is well known. This shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. I think we kind of know where they're at right now, right? They're not playing good. They got to play better. Now, they've, they've found a little bit of their game here. Three game stretch though. Let's see what uh, what they do. This road trip will be a much better test. I see a much better test for me. Hey guys, did you see? Is the NFL investigating the uh, Burrow situation? Cons. I don't know if you. I haven't. Seen, what would they be investigating? Because they didn't announce it last night. Is that the investigation? Like he was playing, he was fine, and then he left the game. Yeah, well, that that picture or video surfaced of him pregame walking in with uh, looked like a brace on his wrist. 
I I think that's it. To me, oh, I, I think okay. this is just people that are upset about their fantasy football team or they lost a bet and looking for an excuse. I don't know if they will because, you know, it is actually something that NFL teams do have to do. You have to report these injuries. Uh, was it Mahomes last week was on for an illness that popped up? That was probably just to be safe. He was clearly going to play. I, I think people are a little frustrated the way it looked because, I mean, Gregory, he did not look good, right? We knew that had to be something that was lingering throughout the week. I don't think this was just an injury that popped up Thursday morning. So, by league rules, you are expected to have that on your injury reports. So, so you're saying he should have been listed as probable? Yeah. That, and, I mean, who wasn't going to start him? Who wasn't going to put him out in your fantasy lineup or take those prop bets, perhaps? I think people are just a little bit frustrated. I don't know what the league would actually do. Maybe they would, you know, make the, the Bengals lose a draft pick or something like that. Maybe there would be a fine, but I, I don't know how serious it'll be in the end. Yeah, honestly, um, I don't know. He he was playing, so threw a touchdown. Yeah, like he's. <laughs> I, I don't think it was bothering him until he got like, who knows what it is, but lots of guys are nicked up sometimes. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to qualify on the uh, injury report, but I hadn't uh, I hadn't seen it. It didn't make sense to me. Now I guess it kind of does, but uh, either way, it doesn't change anything. Right, he's out. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals season's over. Sorry, Bengals fans. Yeah, like they're five and five, and now you lose your starting quarterback and your backup is like they're not bringing in Joshua Dobbs here, right? Uh, Browning is has shown that he's not that guy. So, we'll uh, we'll see. What about the uh, the Ravens though? They win the game, but that Mark Andrews loss is uh, is huge for them for sure. So I'm uh, I'm kind of curious to see uh, what goes there. Yeah, how about Logan Wilson, linebacker for the Bengals, took out Lamar Jackson, albeit not seriously, and Mark Andrews and Odell Beckham Jr. in one game. Physical player. <laughs> he comes, uh, he hits with anger and frustration for sure. Hey guys, DeHarnay not struggling, you mean other than when he tries to skate, Walter? Actually, DeHarnay for a big man skates just fine. I don't care how it looks. To me, it's irrelevant to me. I don't care. As long as you get the job done, skating's not the issue for DeHarnay. I, I haven't seen Vincent DeHarnay. Is, is DeHarnay getting exposed game in and game out? I don't know. Maybe we're watching different games, but I haven't, uh, I haven't seen uh, Vincent DeHarnay as someone who's, uh, who's getting exposed because of his skating. He doesn't have great, you know, natural puck handling skills. That's valid. But I, I don't see him as a guy who's, Who's out there getting, uh, you know, crushed on the ice shift after shift? Now he hasn't been on the ice uh, uh, for many goals for, but look who he plays with. He doesn't really play with McDavid or those guys. So if you're if you're a third pairing defender and you're on with the Oilers' bottom six, you're not on for many goals, <laughs> right? Like like McLeod, like all of them, right? It's just how it goes. Now again, if they wanted to take out DeHarnay, fine. I'm just saying when you're on a three game winning streak. And now, DeHarnay almost, but guess what? Almost putting the puck into the empty net doesn't classify as anything other than almost. Okay? That's it. It's almost. If there's, if it's not a delayed penalty, he doesn't try that pass. Right? We all know that. So, um, you can get your feathers ruffled over, over that pass, but why? He's not doing that pass in a normal situation. They have the goalie pulled. Obviously, it looked bad. It was just like, oof. But it still, you know, it hit the side of the net. It didn't go in. So away you go. I uh, I, I don't, 
you, you can't bench guys for plays that don't negatively impact the game. Well, this might have happened. What? No, you can't. It makes uh, it makes no sense. You don't do that. Like, it, well, if you did that as a coach, you wouldn't last very long as a coach, right? You just you don't. You, you can't do it. That's it, if you want to get mad at players, get mad at them about something that's actually impacting the game. It's the only way to do it. You can't uh, can't do it, get uh, too upset about it because wow, well, this might have happened. If we all uh, evaluated things on what if, hey, imagine if the orders forwards didn't always hit the other goalie in the chest protector in some of their shots. Maybe they'd have three more wins. Right? Come on. You can't uh, <laughs> you can't focus too much on the uh, on the what if. Uh, at least in my books, anyway. I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's a big deal. Hey, Greg, uh, I'm curious. My buddies went to F1. Have you seen the Gong Show that is Vegas? You and Colin talked about how it might not be good. Seems like everything you said was bang on. Well, hey, what do, now, I, I want to preface this by saying I was only repeating what veteran F1 people had told me. So I went to my first F1 race a few years ago in Montreal. And I'll tell you, it was great. It was in Montreal. It was fantastic. Well, and it's just the whole city. Like, there's so many good restaurants there. God, I loved it. It was fun. But the people that I talked to, you know, I, I talked to this lady. She'd been to about 15 F1 races. And she said... Because, uh, you know, that was, they were always going to go to Miami. She goes, whatever you do not, and Vegas wasn't even announced then. She goes, don't go to Miami for the first race. And I'm like, how come? She goes, the first time it's in a city, it's never very good. It's a cluster. You know what? There's lots of issues. And look at what's happening in Vegas right now. So number one, they because it's in Vegas, and people just assume that the consumers are idiots and that they will just blindly pay exorbitant prices all the time. So the hotels try to jack up their rates. People were like, well, I'm not paying that. The ticket prices were jacked up. Look at how many uh, empty seats are on the grandstand. Right? So it's not good. It's not good at all. And then now you've got uh, practice that was canceled very briefly or after a brief run because you had a manhole cover that was loose because it's a street course. Like, it's been awful. Then they kick the fans out after nine minutes. So you have people paying huge money that have seen no racing yet. Nothing. <laughs> like, yeah, it's uh, it has not been a banner start for the Vegas uh, F1 race. And guess what? That's exactly what the veterans said. Don't go if it's the first one. Should be better next time. Quick quick break. Uh, we'll return to the Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Pause of Friday continues on. Sports 1440 live on Oilers Nation uh, YouTube. Hope you're having yourself uh, an awesome day. It's uh, time to go around the NHL. Brought to you by McDonald's where uh, you can stop in uh, right now at McDonald's if you want to um, get a McMuffin for the weekend. Maybe you got got uh, hockey, ball hockey, any sport. Have a coffee and a McMuffin for only four bucks. That's the premium roast coffee and any McMuffin for uh, four bucks limited time right now at McDonald's. Uh, the orders are in uh, Tampa Bay to uh, take on the uh, Lightning. And uh, we are joined now by a member of the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning who was drafted by the Chicago Blackhawks in 2012. And uh, it was a long road, but uh, 11 years later... He made his uh, NHL debut as uh, Matt Tompkins uh, joins us. Uh, Matt, how you doing, man? Welcome to the show. 
things are great. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, Matt, it's eleven years, man. Uh, you were you were in Sweden for a few years. I don't know if that if, if in your mind you were like, you know what, maybe the uh, the NHL dream is over or not. But uh, uh, you made it. So, kind of take me back through this. You know, the last decade and kind of where you know going to university was normal, right? You come out of university like a lot of guys you play. But when you made that decision to go to Sweden, uh, what was behind it? Yeah, it was uh, certainly a unique journey. Um, something I, I never really planned on as, as being part of the story. But, um, yeah, I spent obviously a couple of years there with, with the Blackhawks in the, in the minor leagues there and bounced around a little bit and could never really find my footing and uh, felt like I was, you know, improving as a goalie, but what, but it wasn't uh, climbing the depth chart, so to speak. So an opportunity came up kind of a last minute thing in Sweden and it was more of a, you know, see what happens and, and go from there. So I signed a one-year contract, went over there, not really with any expectations or, or plans, but uh, obviously it worked out and, and ended up getting me back here to North America and with a chance to play in the NHL. So uh, pretty unique story, but uh, I'm happy I made that decision to go over. Oh, well, yeah. Obviously. Now, did you feel like, did you become a better goalie at all? And if so, in what way? I did. And, and the big thing for me was just playing games. So that was something that I never really had the chance of doing uh, in the American League was, you know, being the guy and being relied upon and playing a lot of minutes. So that was the biggest thing for me, getting over there. And obviously you get so much confidence that comes with playing a lot of games and being relied on in that way. So it was a great couple of years. I think the development that I had over there was, was unreal and, and got to, you know, work with some great goalie coaches over there that really helped, you know, push my game forward. But that was just the big thing. I mean, you can't really – get experience other than you know playing games as a goalie so as much as you know i was in the american league before i wasn't wasn't playing a ton so it's kind of tough to you know make those big steps so that was the biggest change going over there yeah well, and you know hey it uh, it makes a lot of especially for goalies because it is tough even for goalies you know i think one of the big reasons why the development curve of goalies is longer is because you know even you know even when you're a starter you're still sometimes sitting out even in in the dub you know you might sit out a quarter of the season where the backup plays right so you just you, you get less reps uh, overall. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So, you yeah, know, it, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you see so many teams now that they have so many goalies and, you know, new prospects coming in and older guys that are part of the system. And uh, in the NHL and AHL, like you see so many teams that run a three goalie system and, uh, sometimes if, if you're on the outside looking in, it's tough to get those games. So as much as you, you play a lot of games, it's there's really not that much to, to divvy up if you got three goalies on a roster. So that's exactly where I found myself when I was in, in Rockford there for a couple of years. And so, Matt, when you, you get the call this summer that Tampa Bay is interested, uh, obviously you probably knew at the time that you know Vasilevsky was injured. So did that play a big factor knowing, hey, you know what, I might get more of an opportunity here? Yeah, and you know what? I didn't know he was injured until training camp here. So okay. I came here um, with a plan of, you know, going to the American League and, and being a three and, and hoping to catch a bounce somewhere. And obviously, it came sooner than than later. Um, was over in Sweden there last year and, and had a great season and, and really enjoyed playing over there in the Swedish league. And um, but really for me, it was more, you know, I, I want to have that chance of playing in the NHL again. I want to come back and give it a shot and. Uh, you know, I don't want to retire and, and when it's all said and done, have regret that I, I didn't give it another chance. So uh, opportunity came up with Tampa and um, made sense for me to come back and, and give it a shot. But yeah, like I said, came back with full intention of, you know, going to the American Hockey League and hoping to catch a bounce somewhere. But like I said, yeah, right out of training camp there was kind of thrown right into the fire and, and me and Johansson were, were the guys coming out of camp to hold down the fort until he was healthy again. So um yeah, really just worked out in my favor, so it's been awesome. And uh, you look at um, your your first NHL win comes in, like, you know, one of the, the best or maybe most prestigious hockey cities in Montreal uh, on November 7th, uh, earlier this month. Kind of, you know, what, did did you take some time after that game? Like, do you sit in your pads maybe a little bit longer, just kind of soaking <laughs> it in? Yeah, it was it was really really special obviously you'll take that win anywhere but of course you know looking back having the opportunity to do it in montreal and uh it was just i was thrilled to have the chance to play there in the first place and you know so i got to play at the bell center and and all that but you know to get the first win and have that be part of the story just makes it that much more special and yeah just an amazing you know building amazing organization that they have there and so much history and uh it was really cool you know just being able to play there in the first place, like I said, but um, yeah, that that's, uh, makes the memory that much more special for sure. Now, what about the nerve factor for you, right? It's 11 years, you know, you're 29 years of age now, but it's yeah. 11 years after your draft, that first NHL game you got into this season. Can you, can you explain you know, how, how much were nerves or excitement a factor for you in that game? Yeah, for me at this point in my career, it's more excitement. I mean, of course, don't get me wrong, you're nervous for every game that you play and, uh, you know, because you care and you want to succeed. But uh, for me at this point, it's just, I've been enjoying this journey so much. And over the years, especially as a goalie, you learn that there's so much out of your control. And perhaps early on in, in your pro career, you, you try and, you know, control all those things that really you have no influence over. And, once you learn over the years that there's only so much that you can focus on that is in your control, that's really, you know, it's easier to put your attention to that. So for me, I think I've done a really good job of that over the years and learning so much. And, and for me now, it's just, this is fun. Like I just, I get excited for every chance that I get to play and 
uh, you know, to play in the National Hockey League and, and play with the best players in the world is is uh, it's just an amazing experience for me, and and I just see the the fun side of it and the excitement side. So, of course, a little bit nervous, but but a little bit different perspective for me now at 29 years old than you know perhaps if I was coming and doing the same thing at 20. Who's got a tougher one timer to stop in practice, Kucherov or Stamkos? They're both unique in their own way. Um, Stammers comes off pretty hot, and uh, Kuch has more of that kind of deceptive, sneaky, sneaky speed when it comes off. So uh, uh, <laughs> it's a tie. I'll say that. <laughs> like how's like you? You come to a team that's you know what? Like they're they've won two Stanley Cups. They've been in three of the last four Stanley Cup Finals. You know they got a lot of future Hall of Famers in that room and. Um, obviously you mentioned you're, you're able to soak everything in and you know every moment uh, because you don't know how long it's going to last you know Vasilevsky's coming back here soon mm-hmm. but kind of just take me through what it's been like here that you know the whole time from training camp right through being around John Cooper and then Hedman and Kucherov and what's kind of you know what stood out most for you about, about the organization yeah of course when I when I first signed you know obviously Tampa has had so much success over the last decade and you know pretty decorated franchise and and like you said so many hall of fame players and hall of fame coach and all that that uh you know you get to come into that was exciting in the first place and and was definitely part of the decision to sign with them and but i I got here you know a few weeks before camp had started and just wanted to get down early and get settled in with the guys and, and familiar with everything and and i was really just blown away with with the culture and i know a lot of teams talk about having a good culture and, you know, I've seen a lot of different groups over the years and playing all over the world, but it really stuck out to me here just how good the core is and really that they've they've built this culture over, like I said, the last decade and it's just, you feel it right away. They, they made me feel so welcome right away and, and uh, it's just been an awesome experience start to finish and um yeah they just they really have a winning mentality here and, and a, a great culture and um yeah it's just it's so cool to be a part of matt uh when, when you got when you made the nhl roster but probably more importantly when you played that first game in ottawa um you look back you're an edmonton kid you know you played and sure played for the crusaders before you went to ohio state uh, and that, you know, that's a long journey man your phone must have just blown up from people you hadn't heard from in a while yeah, it was pretty cool after, you know, for sure the first game and then, of course, some more after the first win. And I've had so many different phone numbers over the years with <laughs> playing all over the world. So I think it's taken some people a couple of days to track it down. So messages are still coming in even today. So that's it's so cool to just, you know, see friends and, and all that and teammates that you've played with all over and um, just to – you know, a lot of uh, genuine messages that I, I really, really appreciate, and, and it makes the experience that much better when you, you know, able to share with friends and family, and, and you have so many people reaching out with their, their support and best wishes. So it makes it uh, really, really special, and um, yeah, it's just an amazing feeling, hard to put into words, really. Now, were your parents able to get to your first game? They weren't at the first game, but they've made it to games since then. Okay. So uh, they've seen me play, and um, yeah. In Montreal, I had some friends and family there as well, so that was made it extra, extra unique as well. Really uh, cool. Do you know? Are you getting the start tomorrow against the orders? I'm not sure. Actually, we just landed. We just got back from Chicago here, so I uh, just got back from the airport here a little bit ago, and I'm sure I'll hear in the next hour or two what the plan is for tomorrow. I'm, I'm hoping for a chance to, to play against the hometown team. I think that'd yeah. be a lot of fun. So 
Fingers crossed, but yeah, I'll find out soon here. Okay, because I know like John Cooper is one of those guys. I could see him looking at you know different things like that and being, oh, geez, we got a guy here playing against his hometown team. He's, co- yeah. you know, stuff like that matters to a lot of yeah, players. Yeah, he, he's aware. Yeah, he's on top of it, so I'm sure it's crossed his mind. Awesome. Well, well, Matt, yeah. thanks so much uh, for joining us. Uh, continued success and uh, enjoy the ride as long as it goes. Thanks so much. I really appreciate you having me on. I'm happy it worked out. So thanks a lot. You betcha. That is Matt Tompkins. Drafted in the seventh round, 199th overall in 2012. And uh, he finally got in to uh, an NHL game, his first one, on October 15th, 2023. So that's, you know, 11 years, four months later. And uh, you know what? You never know. He's 29 years. He turned 29 in June. And, uh, you know, as he had mentioned... You know, he just wanted to give himself a chance to say, hey, you know what? And I love what his attitude was. He thought he was going to Tampa Bay to be the number three. He wanted to go to the American League, and he just wanted to get to play a lot and, and get some eyes on him and, and see. Because if you if you look at his numbers in Sweden, when he, when he got to play regular, because in the American League, the most games he ever played in one season was 15. Now, in the ECHL, he played 54. But his his time in the American League was 15 and 13 games. You're the backup. And now, obviously, one of those years was COVID, so that has something to do with it, too. But when you're not the guy... You don't get to play a lot. It's tough to improve. I don't care who you are at what level. So it's a fun little story, man. And it is something to be watchful for as uh, they just arrived in from Chicago today. So the orders have a little bit of a benefit. In theory, they are the more rested team. Tampa played last night in Chicago. The orders were sleeping in their bed in uh, in uh, Tampa Bay last night. So, well, we'll see if that benefits the orders or not, but... You might see the uh, the local kid in goal tomorrow for the Tampa Bay Lightning. We'll see. It's uh if, if not either way it's a uh, it's a fun story for him to uh to finally uh live out the uh, the dream. And hey, speaking of living in the dream right now, uh Willie Nylander. This guy's the best player on the on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like I know everybody talks about, "Oh geez, they're going to have to trade him." Why? That's the guy. I'd be signing him up. I would look to move Mitch Marner ahead of him. No question in my mind. Nylander competes. He's now got a point in every game this season. He's in Sweden. Uh, they were down 2 nothing to start the third period. Nylander assists on the Bertuzzi goal, scores the uh, the tying goal, and then assists on Tavares, uh, what is now the uh, the go-ahead goal, and they're in the final minute. And it looks like uh, Toronto might be coming back from a 2 nothing deficit to win in the third period. And uh, whew, Detroit, that is uh, tough, man. That is tough. You're up 2 nothing, and then boom out the door so either way though Willie Nylander is playing very very well now let's get to the uh, two-minute warning with uh, Cam Tate of course Cam Tate if you don't know longtime uh, journalist here in town uh, Cam has cerebral palsy he's in a wheelchair and has always wanted to be on uh, sports talk radio but uh, due to the uh, challenges with cerebral palsy at at times um, you know Voice isn't as clear as you would like to be on full-time radio, but with the wonders of technology, we allow Tater to uh, join the show every Wednesday, or sorry, every Friday and Monday in the two-minute warning. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 